Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it. Gaming. Wait for it. Anime. Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Mr. Eric Almighty. And after a couple remastered episodes, I'm back with a brand new one to talk about a show that just ended that has left a profound impact on me personally, and it's elevated itself into my top tier anime list. So if you're new to the podcast, this one man episode moves at a pretty quick pace as I try to cover the plot, the characters, the animation, and anything else I can fit in to convince you why you should watch Fruits Basket in less than 10 minutes. Fruits Basket tells the story of Toru Honda, who meets the Soma family after an unlikely encounter, and circumstances cause her to end up living under their roof, where she learns that 12 members of the family are possessed by the animal spirits of the Chinese Zodiac, and they're cursed to turn into their animal forms when they're weak, stressed, or they are embraced by a normal human of the opposite sex. Okay, now I know what you're thinking. Really? A slice-of-life or romantic-sounding show is going to be considered a top anime? You really expect me to believe that? Well, you've got a point if you look at the show from the outside with just that description to go off of, and I wouldn't have blamed you for not giving it a try. Friend of the show, Anya, aka Azawa's love interest, actually brought up this show as one of her recommendations last year on Intro to Anime. And while the idea of a funny romantic comedy with slight elements of Animorphs in it sounded like a fun anime that I could waste time on, it just wasn't high on my priority list. That is until one day I decided to press play, and now, nothing will ever be the same again for me. This show is full of amazing characters to root for, to hate, to empathize with, or even relate to. I'm doing them all a disservice by not doubling the length of this episode so I could talk more about them, but if you've seen the show, I actually got together with Anya to review the series now that it's over, and we go much more in-depth about this on this Wednesday's episode. With all that being said, the first person we have to talk about on this episode is Toru, and that is because she is the most wholesome, gentle-hearted character that I've ever seen. She's not perfect in any way, and she knows this all too well, despite the way many around her view or portray her. She's hiding a lot of grief behind her positive attitude and infectious smile after the passing of her mother, which happened years after the death of her father. But she stumbles into this cast of characters that need someone like her, and what she doesn't know initially is that she needs them just as much. This story is cute, I'll admit it, and there are a lot of elements here that should make this a fun watch. But when I tell you how much this show has hurt me at times, I could honestly get emotional just talking about it and thinking about it. You have so many members of the Soma family who have dealt with their own pain and trauma, much of which has been caused by Akito, the head of the Soma family and antagonist of this story. Take the main members of the house that Toru ends up living at for the duration of the show, for example. Shigure, the dog spirit, He's the adult of the house, and while he provided a lot of comedy relief, there is a sense of ongoing pain behind the shadows. And that's where a plot surrounding the curse starts to unfold throughout the entire series. 
Yuki is the pretty boy at school, despite his reserved demeanor, and he's constantly being held to very high standards due to his position within the family as the rat spirit, tied in with how much he's been made to hate himself by many family members around him. Kyo is one of those who hate Yuki as well, though there's a lot to unpack there we won't get to. That being said, he is the cat spirit, and he's very hot-headed and immature, but as the one Zodiac who's not accepted by anyone else in the family, you can quickly realize what causes him to act the way that he does. And this show is as funny as it is dramatic, and it doesn't shy away from some very dark topics. I can honestly say that this show was not what I had expected, and it provides some of the most powerful moments in any anime that I've ever seen so far. Now, while Fruits Basket took me by surprise, it's not a shock to know that Buzzsprout is the place to go when you're trying to host a podcast. Podcasting, it's not really that hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know the drill. We're very high on them, and since we moved over, no complaints here, and they make it seamless whether you're brand new or you're a veteran looking to get serious. They get your show listed in every major podcast platform with a great-looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, with detailed analytics to see how people are listening, and tools to promote your episode. You can easily start with some gear you already have and a quiet space. They have a ton of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So after this episode's over, go make sure to join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world by following the link in the show notes. It lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and of course, it's one of the best ways you can help support our show. Now, this anime was actually released in the early 2000s, but it only lasted one season due to a lot of creative differences between the creator of the show and the director of the anime. And while I didn't watch the original, I'll take the words of many fans that this rebooted adaption is better in almost every way. This series just ended after three seasons, totaling over 60 episodes, with each and every one of them looking amazing. Now, that's not surprising when you find out that TMS Entertainment, the studio behind shows like Dr. Stone and Rent-A-Girlfriend, is involved. The show can be breathtaking in its most beautiful and darkest scenes. It can display pure happiness or complete heartbreak in a single flash, which, either way, usually led me to holding back or letting go of some tears. And the music behind the dialogue is almost always elevating the scene that's on screen. And I'm sure our friends over at the Anime Noise Podcast will be doing a future episode way more in-depth on that than I ever could. But I won't be hesitant to join them if they have a seat open, because not only is the music worth its own episode alone, but the opening and ending songs are almost all fantastic. Outside of one opening, I personally enjoyed each one of them very, very much. But those ending songs especially, as the credits roll, are some of my all-time favorites. I'm pretty mad I don't have more time to talk about them, but I did add my personal favorites to the Wait For It playlist this week, if you're interested to give them a listen, and you can find that playlist over on Spotify. And honestly, I was just floored to see all the directions this show took throughout the series, and I'm not afraid to admit that this anime caught me in my feelings many times. This show initially seemed like a one-stop shop for the type of anime you might be looking for, but it's only after... The show has sunk its teeth into you that you realize this is not exactly what you were expecting, and you're drawn in now to find out where the show plans on taking you. Along with the animation and the music, there is so much amazing voice acting talent on display, 
and this was one of the best dubs I've ever seen. I do plan on watching it again in sub, and then again in dub, and then again, and again, because it was really that damn good. So really what I'm trying to say is, this isn't just an anime you should add to your watch list. This needs to be at the top of your queue, and you need to press play now. You'll thank me later. And with that being said, that is the end of our episode. If you want to listen to more of the Wait For It podcast, you can follow us on social media at Wait For It Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at Wait For It Pod on Twitter. You can also find more episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts by checking us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many other platforms as well. My name is Mr. Eric Almighty, and please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.